Today in business from Wired. The Science of Scaling, hosted by Mark Roberge, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Each week, Mark Roberge, founding CRO at HubSpot CRO, senior lecturer at Harvard Business School and co-founder of Stage 2 Capital, sits down with the most successful sales leaders in tech to learn the secrets, strategies, and tactics to scaling your company's growth. I like the episode with the founder of Aircall on how to go from handling your own sales to scaling a sales team. It has great advice for entrepreneurs. Listen to The Science of Scaling wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. A new privacy problem could deepen Facebook's legal trouble by Natasha Tiku. On Sunday, the New York Times revealed that Facebook had deals with phone manufacturers, including Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, and BlackBerry, going back a decade that gave the device makers access to copious amounts of personal data about users and their friends in order to recreate a mobile version of Facebook on their devices. Facebook had deals with 60 companies, granting those firms access to information like users' relationship status, religion, political leaning, events they planned to attend, and whether or not the user was online. What's more, some deals let device makers override a user's privacy setting. Smartphone manufacturers could obtain information about a user's Facebook friends, even if that user denied Facebook permission to share their information with third parties. Unlike the scandal over Cambridge Analytica, there are no known instances where outsiders abused the terms of their arrangement with Facebook. The partnerships dated back to a time before app stores were well-oiled machines, when Facebook needed help to render a good experience on feature phones. They appear to have survived after Facebook changed its policies in 2014 to restrict the data it shared with app makers. But the Times report again raises questions about oversight of a consent decree Facebook signed with the Federal Trade Commission in 2011 that was supposed to protect users from having their data shared with third parties without consent. It raises some huge red flags. I don't really know how Facebook is going to justify this kind of sharing under the consent decree, says David Vladek, the former director of the FTC's Bureau of Consumer Protection, who oversaw the Facebook investigation that led to the 2011 consent decree. A Facebook spokesperson said the company considered the device makers service providers who were treated differently than other outsiders in the consent decree. Under the consent decree, Facebook was permitted to share data more liberally with service providers than with other outsiders such as app makers. The spokesperson told Wired that the device integration started in 2007 when Facebook couldn't build a version of its app for each device and operating system. In a blog post, Ime Archibong, Facebook's vice president of product partnerships, said Facebook imposed tight restrictions on how the device makers used Facebook data and knew of no abuses. One of the Times reporters said on Twitter that he had entered his Facebook login and password into a BlackBerry device 
and the device started transmitting data Facebook held about him and his Facebook friends, even though he had deleted the Facebook app. In a statement, BlackBerry said it did not collect or mine the Facebook data of our customers and built its devices in a way that would have prevented others from accessing the data. Vlada questioned Facebook's assurances. I just don't understand how any of the companies, and there were a lot, with whom Facebook shared data had no use for the data at all, he said. Is there no quid pro quo? That's the question, and the Times piece suggests there was a quid pro. The 2011 consent decree required Facebook to hire an outside firm to conduct audits of its privacy practices every two years. Redacted versions of three audits by PricewaterhouseCoopers do not appear to mention the arrangement with device makers. Facebook declined to comment on the audits. Vladek says he's not certain whether the information would have to be included in the audits, but he said it should have been reported to the FTC. Had the agency been aware, there would have been some investigation, he says. Vladek said Facebook's arguments are implausible because they imply that it gave the data to device makers even though the device makers had no plans to use it. The FTC said in March it is investigating whether Facebook violated the consent decree by not monitoring Cambridge Analytica's use of its data. Vladek and Jessica Rich, his successor at the FTC's Bureau of Consumer Protection, expect the new revelations about device makers to be included in that investigation. How the FTC addresses this issue in its investigation and potential enforcement of the consent decree will be a test of the ability of the consent decree to anticipate these issues, Rich says. He says the revelations about the agreements with device makers also cast doubt on Facebook statements suggesting Cambridge Analytica had essentially duped the social media company. In fact, dozens of companies were able to access detailed data about not only users but their friends. It suggests that Facebook's statements about Cambridge Analytica aren't accurate either, she said. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.